hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. We will also have the return of the water cooler question. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the Know. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. Is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's me. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm okay. How are you? <laughs> Not too bad. It was a weird weekend weather-wise. Yes. Uh, it was kind of, uh, uh, yeah, it was just kind of a weird day. Sun uh, yesterday was pleasant. We'll talk more about that. But I do want to start off your work week with a uh, heartwarming story that's going to get you in the feels. It's about a young giraffe calf. You like giraffes. I love giraffes. With a new lease on life. At the San Diego Zoo, a baby giraffe is getting a little extra pep in her step thanks to the doctors who are have built some uh, egg braces. You can wow. see they look kind of similar in ways they look look like um yeah so it's just kind of a a new lease on life so you can you see that little uh, calf there wobbling around and trying Aww. to isn't that precious so sweet now if you could just put a giraffe in high heels on roller skates uh, and it would be would even, it would be even more mm-hmm. funny uh, a little marty huggins humor for you this morning he is a five-time winner of the coveted ohio news hawk award he's a two-time silver sound nominee covering every corner of the globe london budapest rio tokyo and even litchfield Hey, Sam Gormley and the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm feeling a little bit accomplished, you and I single-handedly. Well, maybe not single-handedly. We got all the class of 22 uh, graduated on Friday. We had some help. I mean, we did have a little bit of help. We can't do it without them, but to be clear, we did do some heavy lifting. I Yeah, I mean, we we did a little bit of everything in the wind. The wind. Oof. The oh wind yeah, the wind. Our, yeah, the wind was the rough, wind was, but was it made ninety fan. degrees feel like eighty degrees. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that so was that it. Was like good. I was saying, I was telling. Uh, it might have been Lacey Cox. I said it's kind of a double-edged sword. Yeah, yeah. You uh, take the, yeah, because it was it was nice because it wasn't we weren't completely drenched in sweat at the end of the evening, but mm-hmm. at least it did kind of tamper some of their plans by the way kudos great work quick work i think they were giving away giving out diploma holders so trade secret the diplomas aren't really in the diploma Uh holders um they were giving away they were they were cheesing for their photographs with mr robinson by about 20 minutes after i mean we made quick work of it the you know the class president katie's speech was quick and then we just made it all the way through it and then i think the whole thing start to finish was like an hour and 20 minutes so, like, uh, well, brilliant. And we've been blessed blessed with uh, some great some great weather the last... We've, we've done an outdoor event for this the last three years. Um, the 20 version was a little bit different. This, the last well, two years, remember, right, similar. the 20 version, it started to rain right at the end. Like, I think even it was one of those things that you were even making a comment, it might have been, and we haven't had any rain as we're wrapping up, and it started to drizzle right off, and it was like the perfect timing for that, but there was no... I'm not sure it rained a single drop the entire day, so it felt really nice. Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty good. So uh, congratulations to the cl- class of 22. They are uh, off and started, and uh, it was a packed house. I mean, there was even that photograph. You could tell that was taken probably 45 minutes to an hour. There were people sitting in front of the field house and... Um, 
I did learn uh, later, each graduate got 10 tickets, so just multiply that out. That's a lot of people into what is what seemingly a big space, but maybe not so big. They got so to big. break in the new bleachers. That's right. Cloudy and cool today, uh, kind of a departure. We're, we should be at 80, and we'll struggle to get to 70 today. May not even get quite there. Clouds will... Um, be present today, tonight, but break up for some partly sunny skies by tomorrow. Wednesday is going to feature a round of a thunderstorm uh, earlier in the day, then maybe a little bit of break, and then later on in the day as well. Memorial Day weekend, Saturday for the Memorial Day service in uh, in Litchfield, the, the processional. It's technically technically called a parade but it's not your typical parade it's not it's not a candy parade it's a somber it's a somber parade and uh, but that event is looking perfect for Saturday morning and I think the high on Saturday is like 79 so picture perfect Memorial Day weekend at least for the Saturday the rest of it is still shaping up so we'll see 68 is our high today 54 is the low tonight and then partly cloudy and a high of 82 for tomorrow. Yeah, it's chilly when I woke up what, here this morning. What to expect? Yeah, I noticed it was 58 when I woke, and then that dropped on down to about 56 before mm-hmm. warming up again. President Biden is uh, traveling, and he launched a new trade deal with 12 Indo-Pacific nations aimed at strengthening their economies as he warned Americans' worries about high inflation that is going to be a long haul, going to be a haul before they feel relief. He spoke at a news conference after holding talks with Japan's prime minister and acknowledged the U.S. economy has problems. Yes, they inherited. uh, Now, COVID had a big impact, and some of the changes in COVID are having. Uh, They were the cough that or the cold that have given us some of the symptoms, but they have not done anything to help themselves based on what they inherited. Uh, Some of we got supply chain issues. We got inflation issues. One of the big supply chain issues involves formula. So parents of infants, you know, really concerned about the ability to properly nourish their young children. A military plane carrying enough specialty infant formula for more than a half million baby bottles arrived yesterday in Indianapolis, the first of several flights expected from Europe aimed at relieving a shortage that has sent parents scrambling to find enough to feed their children. So um, I think a lot of parents will say, well, it's, n- it's not enough. They can't come quickly enough, but all they can do is uh, is get them and do the best that uh, can be done. But it does look like some help is on the way, so that's good. A, uh, this headline, <laughs> I saw some of this on Saturday evening. Uh, semi-truck... Minus the driver, minus a trailer, with a dog inside, rolled out of a restaurant parking lot on Saturday evening and rolled into the, uh, rolled across 259, then rolled onto the on-ramp of the westbound parkway before a passerby was able to hop in the truck and bring it to a stop. And the police and the driver, who was busy getting a sandwich, mm-hmm. you know, one of those big foot long sandwiches, mm-hmm. uh, he got Listen, there. Listen, when you get into that, you, you, you're, you're not. Just, I mean, you're distracted. <laughs> he got there about the same time that the police got there, and so the dog thought, wasn't injured. The truck I, was not really injured, and I thought this was a stock photo because sometimes there'll be a stock photo that'll be used. Nope, that's the dog. <laughs> no, this is the dog. Yeah. 
yeah, that's the dog. No, I thought I yeah. thought it was like a fake photo, you know, or something trying to get it. You, you thought it's it was the a dog's... stock image. No, this well, yeah, is cause, it. Because the dog's like posing. Like, yeah, he's Hi. like, hey, look at me. Well, t- I passed this vehicle sitting in a parking lot when the photographer uh-huh. of the photo. Which you can see, I like. That's that's how I could tell it wasn't a stock photo. <laughs> yes, you can see oh, the reflection. Okay. So let's see it again. You can see the you can see the reflection of the photographer. So there's Ken. I, that yeah, is so right? funny. And so and but I, I passed as this was happening. And I like that there's it looks like an officer, I can't tell who it is. <laughs> yeah. It's kinda like you're taking that well enough. Like, <laughs> but the dog's just kind of cheesing in yeah, there. The dog that's was great. Uh, the dog was uh, was tethered. The dog was in some type of seatbelt or seat mm-hmm. restraint in there and so he had a rough day uh, can somebody please stop but imagine this? you know getting your sandwich you know you got your you got you got your sandwich in your in your bag and you got your you know sun chips and whatever and Ugh. then you go oh, yeah. <laughs> he's a, or whatever he's a semi-truck driver he didn't eat sun <laughs> and you chips. go you go <laughs> you go out to the parking lot and go hey uh two things one where's my truck two where's my dog I think the dog would probably come first. Uh, depending Where's upon whose truck car? it is. If that truck belongs to someone else, he might have thought, oh, no, I've lost my, I've lost someone's truck. So, anyway, no and one was hurt. And then he peered so down the hill. And... That's good. A Louisville doctor has been arrested after allegedly hiring an undercover FBI agent to kill her ex-husband. 52-year-old Stephanie Russell, who's a pediatrician with Kids Life Pediatrics at Norton Commons, was arrested Thursday by the FBI. She is accused of contracting a person on Sunday to kill her former husband. She agreed to pay a total of $7,000 in the murder-for-hire scheme. She placed half the payment in a Dropbox outside her office on Wednesday. That's according to the U.S. Attorney's Office for the Western District, and then agreed to pay the remaining $3,500 after the job was done. If convicted, she faces up to 10 years in federal prison. I did see, I noticed in her booking photo, she was she covered up the logo on her scrubs. She was arrested, mm-hmm. and she she was arrested in wearing her scrubs that I, well, I, would, I, I would imagine identified her employer and at least had the... It's not going to end well for me, but maybe she was trying to do some level of damage control. So I don't know if any of that's true or not, but they feel like they have it on pretty good authority that she's involved. The Kentucky Attorney General's office says it is not currently investigating the governor's office, but claims that Governor Andy Bashir mischaracterized a recent information request, which is the latest twist in an escalating political feud. Bashir said this week it was, quote, news to us that Attorney General Daniel Cameron has no active investigation of his office. The Democratic governor maintains the Republican attorney general broke ethics rules by investigating his administration and then later filing paperwork to run against him for governor. So it's back and forth, kind of setting the tone for what will be a politically charged clash. The Bashir administration doesn't have to worry about getting primaried. Like they, they, they can kind of take on any of those Republican challengers where they think that it's in their best interest. What the Cameron people have to be careful of is that they're not the nominee yet, so they want to be careful about tangling with. Want to be careful about tangling with the incumbent when there might be a situation where it's like you got to make sure you get out of your own primary first. But what the attorney general's office is explaining it as they questioned 
They asked for an open records request on how much money the governor's office had paid on outside legal counsel. So the governor's office is hiring outside legal counsel, and they're paying for it out of their budget. And so the attorney general has the right to ask during op- for open at records, how much are you spending on that? The attorney general has the right to, to ask that. I have the right to ask that. You have the right to ask that. But now I'm not measuring the curtains in the governor's office either. So it um, sometimes you have to go back to, to motive, but it's seemingly an honest question. I saw another story, Sam, and I don't have the, I don't know what happened to it. It got away from me, but I saw a story about where sometimes I wonder why law enforcement officers are just sitting in a parking lot. You see them congregated. Mm-hmm. You'll see a couple of them there. And I usually think, well, they're talking about things. You know, they're working mm-hmm. on something that they maybe don't want on radio traffic or they're exchanging information. And then sometimes, I, like a story that I just saw from K105.com, shows why they sit certain places because it's it's the equivalent of going out and fishing and having fish jump into the boat mm-hmm. and say, please catch me because over the weekend some LPD officers were sitting what at the BP station at East at uh, East and West White Oak and South Main Street and they were just sitting there talking and a someone driving erratically comes through and nearly strikes an ambulance mm-hmm. and then basically is found to be impaired of some kind and, and so he got a, got arrested drugs on his person when he went into the jail yes and so i just thought well sometimes you just if you've ever been fishing and you had a fish <laughs> jump into the boat and say put mm-hmm. a hook in my mouth that's kind of what happened is that what they say i think that's what the fish say yes uh and then they say take me to the river have you ever seen one of those Buddy the Bass fish that they used to mount to the wall? Uh, yeah, battery that operator? thing. Yeah. Take me to the river. Oh. The Grayson County High School track and field team medaled in 14 events during regional competition last week. The meet, which decides who will represent the region at next month's state championship, was held at North Harden High School. Good-looking bunch of uh, uh, Grayson County High School students there, so I wanted to make sure and kind of give them some some props. Um, saw like uh, Luke Milner and Houston Brooks and Peyton Nash, Dylan Gibson, Zach Pierce, Ellie Evans, Alexis Henderson, Amelia Hayes, and Rayleigh Shepard are all nice. included in that photo. And they'll find so. out this week whether they get to make it to state. Whether they go on. Is that, Correct. Do they find out on the 28th? The, is that uh, by the 28th, I by think is what t- Coach Hayes told me uh, last week. Uh, so you were talking to Coach Hayes, mm-hmm. and, and then you, you saw me do Proud Dad Move. You did. I did. I used that opportunity. I said, hey, got your future track star lined up. Uh, She's just coming off of a win, fresh off the uh, Clarkson Kindergarten Derby win. I'm sure. And he said... I'm he sure said, Coach Reese, when you when you were saying that, said, "Whoa, hey now, spring sports up." She's already might have a little might have a little bidding war, but uh, yeah. So, but could you tell he was kind of interested? Mm-hmm. What did he say? Fifth grade, seventh grade, seventh grade. Oh, okay. But I think they have a young team and, and right. so on. So, right. But. right. Okay. Maybe well. we can fudge some paperwork, right? Oh no. No, we probably can't <laughs> do that. Um, but. We'll certainly have her, uh, we'll try and have her ready whenever she uh, gets ready. Seventh grade. All right. Seventh grade. That's important to know. Have some time. Justin Thomas won the PGA Championship. I still can't get accustomed to the PGA Championship being in May. It's been in August forever. And even though I think this is the third year that it's been in May, it just doesn't, I just can't, like, uh, the PGA Championship is the last major. 
not the not the second. So, uh, but Kentucky native Justin Thomas uh, finished well. He had he, his first two rounds were very good. And then sa- uh, Saturday he was kind of like you know, and then yesterday closed well and managed to get him uh, to back his way into a. Uh, three-hole aggregate playoff against Will Zalatoris, and he just, uh, whoa, he just played extremely well in the in the playoff. Pereira was the one, I think that's how you say his name, the moment just too big for him. He had a, he had a chance, he was a revolution of the ball away from a two-shot lead walking to the 72nd tee, but Ended up carrying a one-shot lead and then blew up on the 72nd hole. He choked. Yeah, it, it was. It's look, his golf swing on the 72nd tee looked like mine. I was just, and then when you also think about it, 72 holes in four days, you got to be tired and. Plus, he doesn't even have any. He's only playing in his second major, uh-huh. and he doesn't have any tour wins. So to be in that moment. Um, it happens. Yeah, it certainly happens. But I, I got to give the kids some credit. He, he, you know, kind of, he went and signed his scorecard, came back, talked to uh, Amanda, Zal- uh, Amanda, I can't remember her mm-hmm. name. I've got it confused mm-hmm. with Z- with Zalatoris now. It's and, close to that. Yeah, it is. And he stood right there and talked to her and he just kind of, you know, shook it off and just said, you know, I'm still learning. And I was like, well, that's a good attitude to have. So I was impressed by him. He was very gracious in defeat and after he kind of blew up there on the 72nd hole. Rich Strike will run the Belmont. But now early voting, the Preakness winner says no for mm-hmm. the Belmont. So it didn't really matter. It wasn't shaping up for a, for a triple crown either. I guess I would have liked to see those two, you know, they could square, they could settle it and see your Derby winner and your Preakness winner get to settle and see who might be best. I did appreciate the, some of the headlines the dealing with early voting winning. Ah, but, I, yeah, I, was, that was the Twitter sphere's uh-huh. uh, I enjoyed it. Heyday. It was, it was... And then the Philly who won the Oaks, uh, Secret Oath, Ran hard, finished fourth in the Preakness, and so it was good to see her out there trying to mix it up with the mix it up with the boys and see how things shook out. And then um, the series, the Red series with the Blue Jays, was not all for naught. Joey Votto homered to give the Reds a what three to two win yesterday. Yes, yeah, yeah. going home too because Votto he grew up ten minutes from that ballpark. Yeah, he's not, to, and yeah. it's good to have him back and healthy. And uh-huh. just if the Reds can get healthy, they'll suddenly look like a much better. And they team. are starting to get healthy, and immediately look what's happening. They've won eight of twelve, I think, is what it is. Yeah, they're going to host the Cubs. Ugh. Got a four-game series against the Cubs starting today in you Cincinnati. Might need to separate UConn and me tomorrow. Okay, well, uh, heard it uh, last minute that UConn he's so scared of you and your Reds that. He will not come here tomorrow and sit next to you because <laughs> of the because of that. So just be prepared. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Going to talk road to summer safety. Jenny Cummings from the Grayson County Health Department is here. Going to talk all about that coming up here on In the Know. Today is Lucky well, Penny Day. So if you see a penny, you pick it up and all day long. You, of course, have good luck. It's Taffy Day today, and it's World Turtle Day today. I don't know if it's the Turtle the Candy or uh, if it's Turtles, the actual Turtles. Do either one, whatever one, whichever one makes you happy. It's also the day we say good morning and welcome back to Jenny Cummings from the Grayson County Health Department. Morning. Morning. Welcome back. For, well, thank you, and thank you for having good, me. Uh, good to see you, as always. Um, 
last time you were here, uh, we were talking about your drive-through. Um, yeah, we, yeah, we had a drive-through baby shower. Yeah, drive-through baby shower. That's yeah. right. Uh, for the people that don't know, kind of explain uh, what all is on your plate at the health department. Like when you oh, go wow. to work, like what are the things? Say, well, that's a that's a Jenny thing. What what are those types of things? Oh goodness. Well, I do community health education. So basically, um, any events or any like whether that's at the school or community events or things like that that just kind of educate the community on topics that are important. Um, it's kind of like being a bit. I think it's kind of like being a party planner. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're okay. always planning hey, an event fun. or yeah. something fun for our community to help connect them with resources and things like that. So we're always working on a project. We're always working on an event. So the project you're working on now yes. is, it's called The Road to Summer Safety. It is. It's going to happen later this week, but kind of talk to me about the origins of the of the Road to Summer Safety and why it's important right now. Well, we did, this is the second year we've done this event. Last year we did it in July and it was so hot. <laughs> when we uh, thought about it this year, we was like, we're going to move it to May as soon as school's out. Basically, the purpose of this program is to educate our community and families on just how to have a safe summer. Um, anything from water safety, you know, living in a lake community, um, the Rough River Corps of Engineers is going to be there, and they're going to talk about, like, boating safety, open water safety. Uh, we're going to have people there talking about just pool safety as far as, you know, how to stay safe that way. All our first responders are going to be there uh, to kind of talk about different elements of things, uh, the fire department, um, but just all elements. We even have uh, Twin Lakes Behavioral Health and Wellness are going to be there, and they're going to just talk about, like, the mental health aspect of uh, the summer and how to make sure kids are doing okay and we're going to have lots of lots of community partners, lots of free giveaways. We're going to have uh, free t-shirts. Cook Shaved Ice is going to be there, which is always a hit. Mm -hmm. So we're really excited about it. I notice when you when you call it the road to summer safety, mm -hmm. uh, I don't I, I thought it was kind of poetic in calling it that way. But one of the reasons maybe it's called that way is I see two different yes. geographic locations listed. There's one at the uh, Ronald Hudson Fire Station, but then also one at City Park. What's yes. the difference between the two? Well, both are going to have completely different community partners there. So don't feel like like if I go to one, I'm kind of done. Go to both because there's going to be things at both places that are completely different. Uh, the Ronald Hudson Fire Station is going to have all our first responders are going to be there. Uh, Warren Rural Electric is going to be there with their setup and if you've ever seen that it's that's really it's phenomenal impressive. yeah, yeah. Uh, the kids love that they love to do the static electricity um, experiment that they have there where their hair raises up and mm -hmm. all that. Um, Cook Shaved Ice is going to be there. Um, and so that's going to be the, the fire station. Then at the city park, uh, the Corps of Engineer is going to be there. Um, then we're also going to have uh, lots of just other, I want to say vendors, but community partners like um, Silverleaf is going to be there. Um, Twin Lakes Behavioral Will Health and Wellness, I mentioned them earlier. Uh, our hands department is going to be there, and they're going to have games for the kids and cotton candy. Um, the library is going to be there. Um, but just lots of, lots of just great information for the summer. I think about um, the way that we rely upon the school experience, the educational experience, in particular our public schools, and the number of helpers 
that young people will encounter through the we'll just call it we'll just we'll just round up and say ten months. Yeah. That they that the school calendar. So by the time they start in, you know, late July or early August, and they go through late May, that there's a there's about a two month period in here where maybe two and a half months in in our cases the way the school year ended where I believe that children become more vulnerable because they aren't encountering the same number of helpers Mm -hmm. or the same number of professionals that are kind of keeping an eye out for red flags or things that might be problematic for kids. I know Grayson County Schools, you know, they have their summer feeding program Mm -hmm. that I will presume they are continuing. This is another way, like this is another way for the community, the professionals in the community to also reach out and connect with families and kids to help kind of keep them protected over this two and a half months that they're about to face it alone, if you will, without the school infrastructure. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. And we like, one of the reasons we bring in all the first responders too is I think it gives kids a great opportunity to have a positive experience with first responders. Uh, The first experience they have... um, is going to be a good one, and they can kind of look at that in a more positive light than they would in other situations. So that's one of the really great things too. Too many times, young people um, that are you know maybe they're coming from backgrounds that where they're vulnerable to you know yeah. bad things that happen or witnessing things like domestic abuse or violence or or crime. Too often, the encounters they have with law enforcement officers are under negative circumstances. So it's very good to get, you know, into a, not just a neutral, but a proactive, positive environment where they, you know, see that they are the helpers and they're people that they can rely upon when they're in a pinch. Yeah. Um, Is this a, um, I noticed this is an evening event sometimes we do these things middle of the day Mm -hmm. but families are families are working and they've got schedules to keep but this is nestled right in the late afternoon hours it seems to me very convenient for families yeah we tried to schedule it that way so that way as people got off from work and things like that they would have time to get there and the event is from four to six but it's very much a come and go kind of event so you know if you get off work at five and you have time to go ahead and get started then that's fine too yeah, and even if you are limited, you say, well, only, only have a half an hour to do it, that's a half hour of benefit that right. you aren't going to get otherwise. Right. So it's uh, 1303 Brandenburg Road in Litchfield, or the 810 Nature Trail on the uh, Bevel Park. What's That's actually the pavilion? Yes, it's the pavilion. At James yeah. D. Bevel City Park. That's uh, Thursday from 4 to 6, and... In the event, you know, this is the time of year where we can get an isolated rain shower. All of a sudden the wind Mm -hmm. pops up. Uh, We're planning on having this Thursday 4 to 6. But in case it's raining about 4 o'clock or 3 o'clock, where do I turn to figure out how you're adjusting? Well, definitely follow the health department social media page. We're on Facebook, and that's where we're going to be trying to post all of our updates on the event. If there were to be, like if there was a need for us to uh, reschedule or just to move to a different location, uh, we will be working on that this week so i'm going to circle back to that in just a minute we'll button up that that event but i saw something today that uh reminded me of you knowing that you were knowing that you were coming in today especially as it pertains to education a new study says new parents google more than two thousand baby questions (laughs) 
during their infant's first year. Oh, my goodness. I know sometimes you have to be, you're probably Google, too, because people you encounter at the health department, yeah. they've got lots of lots of questions. Um, do you, is yeah. there one question people ask more than any other when it comes to infancy or having an infant? Oh, goodness. I We get a lot of questions on, well, a lot of questions about car seats because we have a car seat program. Right. And, you know, how long you should uh, rear face an infant. We get that one a lot. But we also just get lots of questions about, you know, sleep. When will my child sleep through the night? <laughs> you know, when is that going to happen? You know, and is there something magic we can do to make that happen? By the way, I saw 77 sleepless nights on yeah. average, according to this study, is how many you lose. You make 56 calls to your parents asking mm. questions. Say, when I was, and then 67 calls to medical experts, 77 sleepless nights, 2,000 questions that you might Google. That seems like a lot of questions. That's a lot. Especially in the first year, in 365 days. And then I saw this other study, too, and I'm sure it's something you all are observing and working on. Children are exercising less and spending more time on the couch than before the COVID-19 pandemic. Are you observing changes in people and their motivation levels coming out of the out of the pandemic? Yeah, it's, it's different. And yeah. you know, hopefully we're working on kind of coming out of that and getting back to normal as far as like getting out there, getting exercise and taking care of ourselves. That's well, accurate for 25 year olds. It, it, it's the same can be said for 25. Yes. So there may be the demographics know no limits. In this or maybe regard. I'm just a child at heart. Perhaps that could be it. Uh, but a good way to get out and be active, uh, walk, just just get off the couch and be connected with things is the road to summer safety. It's Thursday, this Thursday, in fact, four to six. So right on the precipice of Memorial Day weekend, and you can start either at the Ronald Hudson Fire Station in 1303 Brandenburg Road in Litchfield or at the uh, the pavilion, the City Park Pavilion, James D. Bevel City Park. You get a different experience at each one and make sure you stop by. It sounds like it's uh, well, well worth attending. And then where do I get more information, Jenny, just in case I need to check in and any, any place um, I can turn? You can always call the health department at 270-259-3141 or check out our Facebook page, Grayson mm -hmm. County Health Department. Wonderful to see you as always. Good it's luck good with your you. events. The Road to Summer Safety presented by the Grayson County Health Academy, part of the Grayson County uh, Health Department. We've got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got today's water cooler question. There's a new Kentuckian who is the uh, American Idol champion. We'll tell you about that and plenty more on the way here on In the Note. You can call. Did you know? Mosquitoes prefer children to adults and blondes to brunettes. So if you're a blonde child, you are a mosquito magnet. Right. But uh, at one time I was a blonde child. I don't know if that. Me too. Brief period of time. It didn't last very long. So Not me. There you go. All right. Um, the weekend box office. Master uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, number one, three weeks in a row, $31.6 million. Going to go ahead and predict this time next week. Uh, I will be telling you that Top Gun Maverick is the number one grossing movie of the weekend. That's I just, would concur. Just the way that it's going to be. Um, should I go ahead and give you... By the way, before we give you today's water cooler question, I'm going to give you the answer two Fridays that we forgot to give you and uh, I think we got it taken care of with the winner and all that stuff but the answer for those of you who didn't know was messy you know you asked we asked uh, about the majority of what 
women said one word to describe their spouses or their significant others, and it was messy was the word that they used. Hmm. So um, I don't know what Sam wrote down. I don't that's know what you not, wrote down, honey. That's not one that I wrote down, but I did leave mine laying over there. I still have it loud. <laughs> loud. Huh. All right, here's today's water cooler question. You're going to text your answer to 270-259-6000. Text your answer to 270-259-6000. The Lone Star Rodeo comes to the Grayson County Fairgrounds this weekend, and we have four tickets for you for Friday night's show. It's a $60 value, and you'll be have, the first, have to be the first person to identify, by the way, if you couldn't have won in the last 30 days, and you must be 18 years of age or older, in a survey, 18% of people admitted to stealing this from work. In a survey, 18 out of 100 people admitted stealing this from work. What is it? Text the answer to 270-259-6000. Text the answer to 270-259-6000. 18% of people pilfer this from the office. Well... We have a new American Idol, and he happens to hail from Louisa, Kentucky, from Lawrence County. I must tell you, I was surprised. I was surprised for multiple reasons. I was surprised that uh, Leah Marlene was the first to be eliminated. They were worried about Hunter Girl and Noah Thompson splitting the country vote, but they did not. They made it to the final two, and then uh, Noah was crowned the winner last night, so congratulations to him. What a great story. They both had unique stories. Um, Hunter Girl has done a lot of work with uh, veterans, and she was she had uh, she had a, a role in where she would do counseling with veterans and just look after them and care for them and they had a really touching piece about her and uh, her her involvement. Uh, she's it seems like she had a lot more training and background where Noah did not. She's older uh-huh. and you can tell she's a little more polished. So this is uh, so this was part of their reprise. You heard him do stay which he did during one of the weeks. And this is Riot from uh, Rascal Flats, which she had done. This was her audition song. She reminds me of a younger version. She reminds me very much of Jennifer Nettles from uh, Sugarland. And then she did that duet with uh, John Bon Jovi, that, who says you can't go home. She's going to have an amazing career. Um, I think she will probably have a more, like from a monetary standpoint and selling more albums, I think that Hunter Girl is going to have the bigger career, but Noah Thompson owns the title of American Idol. He's got that bonus Jonas look. You know, he, he kind of looks like a Jonas brother. And by who the demographics of who votes for American Idol for American Idol would suggest those young tween girls and the younger like they're voting for him. And I think that's why. And so I'm happy for him. Um, he got his he got his sign there at the Lawrence County line. that said home of country music's Noah Thompson. He's trying to get on the same U.S. 23 brown sign that's got Ricky Skaggs and Chris Stapleton and uh, Sturgill Simpson and Tyler Childers and all them listed. Mm-hmm. He's it's his goal to get his name on there. So I'm really happy for him. I'm also really happy for him in this regard. He obviously has a recovery story. 
those of us around Kentucky know that he works for ARC, and which Katie made a joke about Noah and the ARC. Uh, but it's ARC, and it's Addiction Recovery Center. Center. And um, so it's that program in eastern Kentucky, and I think it's moved into certain area, other areas of Kentucky where people who are in recovery, they find them jobs, and they go out and they work. And that's what he was doing, hanging drywall with his friends. And so there's also an additional, you can tell that there's a checkered portion of Noah's past. They don't get too deep into the dynamics of his journey. It's His journey is described as he hung drywall, his friend submitted his audition tape, he went to Hollywood, now he's the American, the American Idol, and oh, by the way, he has a one-year-old son. There are just some things in there that they're not shouting from the rooftops. And I think that story, that, that, that rebuild yourself, take back your life story is one that's striking a chord with a lot of Americans and probably gave him a little bit of an edge over Hunter Girl, who maybe seems to have had it more together for longer. Does that make sense? What does Arthur get? His friend. Arthur's going to get 10% of all future earnings because Arthur's going to be his manager. Oh, I hope so. I, like, <laughs> I would imagine. He's, he's got so much personality, too. <laughs> he does. Yeah. It's, uh, and everybody, if you've ever been to Eastern Kentucky, you can walk down the street and meet an Arthur. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm so, the just the human interest aspect of that story. And then when he went home to do his concert, I, I was in tears when I got to see his homecoming and just see the way that Lawrence County and the community of Louisa and the way that they received him coming home. And then when the guys took him out there to show him his new sign, his new road sign that, you know, was, was announcing their pride and having him from the community, I just thought, what a redemption story that is. And uh, and really happy for him. In other weekend news, uh, entertainment news, Pete Davidson, Kate McKinnon, A.D. Bryant, and Kyle Mooney all say goodbye to the SNL cast. I am fine with Pete Davidson leaving. I did watch his weekend update goodbye. It was Funny it was enough. pretty good. You could tell that he was pretty sincere. Yeah. For the you know, sometimes you can't tell whether he's being legitimate or not, but he was and he's it's time. Yeah, he also knew. He was very self-deprecating. He said, "If I can make it to Saturday Night Live, anyone can." Mm-hmm. And so he kind of gave that as a story of of hope. Kate McKinnon, I have appreciated Kate McKinnon, but she was Never as good as Kristen Wiig. It's unfair to her to compare her to Kristen Wiig, but she was she was the person who filled the vacuum left when Kristen Wiig left, and she, so I just went. She's fine, but she's just no Kristen Wiig. She's the longest running female on the show, though, right? Uh, she, Kate McKinnon been there longer than anybody else. Uh, it maybe uh, McKinnon was on the show for eleven. Eighty Bryant was on there for ten. I don't know what Eighty Bryant's going to go out and do, but she's been kind of a stronghold. She's she's playing pretty well. They did a nice job on saying sayonara and farewell to all of them. So um, you get to see the Kim Kardashian version this weekend and rerun if you're interested in that. And then this headline, I've not paid a whole lot of attention to this other than. When they say something really crazy was said during this trial, Johnny Depp will testify again today in the defamation trial. When will these, the two of them, learn 
they are not doing either of them any favors by continuing this trial. Like, mm-hmm. there's been so much said between the two of them. Mm-hmm. They are only... Like, somebody needs to take the shovel out of their hands and say, stop digging. It's not doing anyone any good here. So there you go. We'll name the winner of today's water cooler question. We'll see who was uh, smart enough to solve the water cooler question today. We'll have the point to ponder. We'll have chart toppers and more coming up here on In the Know. MB's point to ponder for today. Am I the only one who has observed the fact that K105.com is 22 years old today? Is it really? It is. And do you well, know how I can keep track? Well, now I age? now I do. <laughs> now I, I guess do I know now? Yes. Okay. You do. I, I I would have never known that. It's also the 22nd anniversary of the tornado that went right through North Litchfield and then off uh, up US 62. And you know the community 22 years ago there are a lot of things we didn't have. Uh, the bypass didn't go all the way through 22 years ago. Uh, there were just uh, but you where did just it, where did the bypass go? It just ended at 62 for a long time. So it started, went from here to 62, and then stopped, and then they went a portion of the way down south. And so they only they've only completed the loop in its entirety in the last 22 years. But um, a matter of fact, the first leg I don't think was even no, the first leg wasn't there because I followed the tornado um, on it was so it's 22 years ago today. I followed it. And I had to go through Kuiper Subdivision and through the Industrial Park and that direction uh, to, to follow it as it made its path through North Litchfield. So, yeah, none of the bypass was there 22 years ago. Interesting. Uh, I went to the top of the hill from our studio building. I went to the top of the hill, saw it approaching, turned around, came back to the, our parking lot, and just waited for about 30 seconds, and then reversed course, and then went. So a lot of the photograph, a lot of the photography that we have, uh, I actually took. You did. Yes. Okay. I did because I followed it through there, and then later that day, I remember I was on the. I can't remember if Melanie worked for. KYT. I think she worked for KYT. So I did interviews in Lexington with Melanie Glasscock, who was a native of Grayson County, who was doing um, doing the evening news there later that day. But yeah, so what was happening was we were, uh, K105.com was under construction. And its launch date was not going to be May 23rd of, 20, of 2000. But because of the dynamic events that happened and we had the photography, we just said, Turn it loose, go live, and we started putting the photographs up. And hard to believe it's been 22 years. Interesting. Yeah, no, I, I'm not. I'm not. I didn't know the backstory when it came to that. Yeah, there's quite a bit of context that goes into that. My notifications went away, Sam. Um, 7920. Was 70. Seven. If you if your phone number ends in 7920 and you said printer paper, oh. you are the winner of today's water cooler question. You get four tickets to the Lone Star Rodeo, which is coming to town on Friday and Saturday. The tickets for you though are for Friday. So go ahead and start making your plans. Why did you express? Did you did you not think of that one, or I did you think close. of that? Yeah. So I had it on there. I had toilet paper. Paper or paper towels. So, I had paper. I had pens, computer paper, and coffee. Is if you print a bunch of personal stuff on the printer, but is that still count as stealing yeah, printer paper? Probably. Then it's way and higher. Than, of, yeah, it's way higher than eighteen percent. Yeah, it's a lot higher than eighteen <laughs> percent. Just saying. I think it depends on your definition of what's a lot of personal stuff. <laughs> Today's highlight well. in history. This. <laughs> I just keep moving. 
today's highlight in history. Uh, in 1984, <laughs> Surgeon General C. Everett Coop issued a report saying that there was very solid evidence linking cigarette smoke to lung disease in non-smokers. Bonnie and Clyde were shot to death in a police ambush this date in 1934. Uh, I failed to mention for you Joan of Arc fans, Joan of Arc was captured by the Burgundians this date in 1430. <laughs> I was afraid. I was about to offend somebody by not mentioning Joan mm-hmm. of Arc. Birthdays today, Joan Collins is 89, Drew Carey is 64, Mitch Album is 64, Drew Carey, uh, I said Drew Carey already, Jewel is 48 today, Ken Jennings is 48 today. Can't tell whether I would have thought he was older or younger than that. Yeah, I can't either. Douglas Fairbanks was born this date in 1883. Rosemary Clooney, born this date in 1928. Kentucky's own. <laughs> Why do, and I know yes, we mentioned it last week, but I know yesterday was Sarah Cook's birthday. Oh, yes. Uh, the the better to Sarah. the better of the two cooks. The one who actually puts forth all the effort yeah. when coming up with the food items for the show. Exactly. Mm-hmm. He's quick to take the credit. <laughs> Johnny Preston, number one in 1960. With Cradle of Love. So rock the baby in the when the wind blows. Never heard that song before just now. I didn't even preview it before the show. I <laughs> just said, ah, it's whatever, it'll be fine. Luckily, you don't necessarily have to preview songs back Yeah, fortunately, <laughs> those don't have any landmines in them. The Evan Hawkins singers, Oh Happy Day, number one, this date, 1969. Oh Happy Day. Stereophonic. I was going to say, some interesting audio. It's quadraphonic. Surely there's a better version of that somewhere. Paul McCartney and Wings with a little luck. Number one this date, 1978. I saw where the Beatles from Disney Plus, the Beatles docudrama, a documentary, is now going to be available on Blu-ray. That was delayed. They had some type of delay in that issue, but it's going to be out. Now, have you gone back and rewatched it? Because I know, didn't no, you say you no. you felt like you were going to have to to really get it all, right? Well, I want to, but I can't live with the earworms. Because it's, it's, it's heavy. I mean, not, heavy is not the right word, but it's... It took, it took months to get the earworms out uh-huh. of my head because when, when they're working on those songs... Mm-hmm. They're just rip. They're just because they just. Uh, well, let's change this or let's change that word, and then they do it again. And I'm like, oh, it was pounded into my brain. And then you're yelling, oh, it's you know, Lady Madonna or whatever, whatever that, you know. Oh yeah, you get that. But then there's that one line that uh, John Lennon kept saying, and he'd say he was supposed to go on some television program, and he was rehearsing how he was introducing the Rolling Stones, mm-hmm. and he just kept going, ladies and gentlemen, the Rolling Stones, and for whatever reason that got stuck. I was like, oh, I gotta get that out of my head. So, no, but we are going to see Hamilton in two weeks. So earworm, earworms galore. Fun for one of us. Look at that smile. Mm. (laughs) All right, so let me ask you are you going to watch Hamilton 
on Disney Plus before we go see Absolutely it? Absolutely not. Really? No. You'll like it better. Well, that's encouraging. I didn't want to go to begin with. <laughs> well, and... but the songs will be more familiar. <laughs> no, I'm not. I bet you know of. I bet you know more of them than you realize. I don't know. I've never seen it. So I... Heat of the night. Brian Adams, number one. This date, 1987. Brooks and Dunn, My Maria, number one in '96. Hollaback Girl, Gwen Stefani in 05. And Pharrell Williams, number one in 2014, with Happy. So there you go. There are your chart toppers for today. MB's Pearl of Wisdom says this, never test the depth of the water with both feet. Never test the depth of the water with both feet. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for Beej, I'm MB, and now you're in the know. Powering through the Twin Lakes with the best mix of music, news, weather, and fun. If it's in the Twin Lakes...